So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mary Wagstaff. I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help women just like you from around the world eliminate their desire for alcohol by claiming themselves as author of their own life. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my Stop Drinking and Start Living program that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules of what you thought was possible and the profound journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so excited that you are here. Now on with the show. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I am on cloud nine. I am just so thrilled. And what I really want to talk about and just say right now is this program that I've been talking about that's for you, it's for me, it's for the world, is really the example of what's possible on the other side of alcohol. Not only would I not be able to do this because I wouldn't have the information of being living an alcohol-free life, but the clarity and the confidence to step into creation and to step into the confidence, you know, to really be able to set my own ego aside and be humbled and, and be, you know, humiliated sometimes and be really scared sometimes in honor of that which I know will have the most profound effect on your life. This work is so powerful and it is not accessible to you really anywhere else because A, it came from my brain, but B, this is not the conversation that we've had of sobriety. So I just want you to see that there are two layers here that you're talking about. And you guys know that I don't use the labels, But 
there's the beliefs about alcohol that are so interwoven right now that you can't really imagine, like you can't even feel outside of 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 what that might look like. And then there are the is the belief structure about what not drinking or how how one gets to the other side of alcohol and this is just my experience and the way that it's looked through a lot of different lenses. And I think this is just lack of education and, and kind of trial and error and, and, and really just not knowing, right? Like we're scared of that, which we don't know. So we other things and it has to be this broken problem and, you know, addiction's no joke and it can, and it really does repattern the programming in your brain to, to such an extent that there are people that don't come out on the other side of it. So, you know, the road forward isn't get, doesn't get easier, um, regardless of who you are. But so there's that belief structure too, that is really as damaging as the substance itself, the, the, the bias, right. That, one has to be broken to desire to want to have less alcohol in their life. Like it's just that there's this thing that is completely overshadowing and taking up so much of your time that has no intrinsic value, that has no, that's essentially meaningless. And when we're trying to make meaning out of the meaningless, we create a deficit. When you start to create meaning with what has value, you add to your life. Your life becomes becomes a net value. So I really want you to think about how you're spending your time. And that's going to be tomorrow's podcast episode, which is going to be the three most important decisions that you will make in your life. But today, what I wanted to say is, first of all, are you on the mailing list? Because you need to come to the live Q&A Tomorrow, if you're hearing this in real time, that's going to be March 30th, 2022, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Zoom. Um, it will be a webinar platform, so you will not you know, be seen. It is just to get your questions answered and to come on to get coached if you want to get coached. To ask about the Stop Drinking and Start Living program. Woo-hoo! I am so excited. Have you signed up yet? What are you waiting for? I mean, seriously, like, let's get this ball rolling. There are no prerequisites. And this is what I wanted to tell you today. The only thing you need to be good at not drinking, there's only one thing that you need to be good at not drinking. And if you don't have it right now, that's okay, because we're going to practice it, because it is one of the foundational principles of the Stop Drinking and Start Living program. You do not need to be a previous version of yourself, right? A lot of people come to me and they're like, two years ago, I could, I used to be able to sign up for a 30-day challenge or do a cleanse or do a this or that, and then the pandemic and everything fell apart. You don't need to be that person because we're moving forward. Because when you leave the program, you're not even going to recognize that person either who maybe was drinking less, like a previous version of yourself that was drinking less. You don't need to be that person. You don't need to be highly motivated. You don't need to be excited about sobriety, right? You don't need to be anything other than you. Getting good at not drinking is simply about how you talk to yourself, no matter what decisions you make, 
okay? It is the conversation you're having with yourself about your drinking, about your not drinking, about signing up for this program, about all of it, okay? And the conversation I really want you to have with yourself is to go all in on any one decision, to go all in on saying yes or saying no and love yourself for it and see if that if if you can if that like is in alignment because when when you drop the when you drop the the argument and you just go all in like you love this let's do it let's go all in on the drinking you're like oh actually maybe I'll try it over here like when you give yourself permission to just really love the drinking like I'm all in on the drinking I know it seems so counterintuitive, but everything changes. So here's a thought. I am a person who makes decisions. Some get me the results I want and some don't. Neither makes me more or less worthy of love, right? That's the kind of conversation that I'm talking about having with yourself. Here's another thought. Not drinking is how I take care of myself. It's how I gain access to the best parts of me. We know that alcohol kind of overshadows some parts of you that you have never even accessed. And I that I know for certain, like the, this awakening. You got to go back and listen to the last two client spotlights. I mean, the awakening that these women have is not, they are not unicorns. They are normal women living lives, working, being moms, doing their thing. I mean, we are all unicorns, right? I believe that. But the what they were awakening to, right? Like they were just testing the waters. They were feeling it. They knew alcohol had to get out of their way. And then boom, like Laura says, like there's no trade-off. There's no, it doesn't even compare. It's not like you're trading alcohol for, for it's like it doesn't even compare. It's just like, it's a moot point once you see what's on the other side of it. All you need when learning to do something new that you have never done before, right? Just remember this, is compassion and understanding. You don't know how to do this because you haven't learned it. No one has. No one has been taught about their cycles and rhythms. No one has been taught about emotional intimacy. No one has been taught about management. No one has been taught about learning how to allow an urge and, and dive into the sensations of their body and really go for it that way, right? So you're not behind. This just hasn't been part of our upbringing, right? But think about when you, a child, or you know anything that you've learned for the first time, you might have gone back to school later in life, or you get a new job, or your kids are learning to walk or ride their bike, right? They don't fall down and you say, forget it, you're, you're never going to make it right? Or you sign up for school and you just expect that first day to know what you're going to know in four years, right? No. Compassion and understanding. You create the space for it. You set the circumstances up in your favor to study, to take your kids to a place where they don't have to go uphill to learn the, the their bike. They get to go downhill a little bit, right? You visualize, you create it. I know that being compassionate is part of the problem. Being compassionate to yourself also might be hard to you and that the negative self-talk is real. And that is why the compassionate witness is our primary tool. It is the foundation of the program. 
So we don't say things that you don't believe. I'm the most beautiful person in the whole world, right? Which you are. But when you've been telling yourself every day how much you don't like yourself, that's not going to land. We start with easy, simple thoughts that are true for you, that create compassion. So really simple things. I am here. I am open to learning. Let's see how this goes. I've got your back. It's okay to not know, right? They're simple, but they're kind and they feel good. When I say that to myself, I'm here. Just like I'm just here right now and I'm open to a new way that feels really supportive. It's okay that I don't know, right? But I want to find out because it's worth the effort. My life, this one shot that I get is worth it. So not drinking made simple equals talking to yourself with kindness and compassion consistently, no matter what you do. You do not want to kick yourself when you're down. You want to cultivate that voice of saying, hey, it's okay. That's all you ever have to say is, hey, it's okay. There is no rule that you should have known how to or it's too late. There's no rule. That does not exist. So we're going to throw that out right off the bat. Being kind to yourself always overrides decisions that don't make you feel great, right? So if you do drink or you do yell or you do something that is out of alignment with really the result that you want, when you're compassionate to yourself, it nips that vibration of that emotion and soothes it so that you can respond in the way you want to. So it doesn't prolong that discomfort, right? And now we're not trying to avoid discomfort in any ways, but compassion is holding yourself, is supporting yourself through the discomfort, right? But it helps it have its moment and then move on, right? So it's like, I can turn this around. I love that thought. I can turn this around. It just reminds you that you're human and it's okay to still be learning. We've never had this moment or the next one or the next one or the week after or the month after or the year after. Like they're all moments of learning. And when we grow up and become adults, we have this like concept that I should have known or like making mistakes isn't okay, but it doesn't make sense because we've never had this moment, right? You've never tried to quit drinking alcohol. Or if you did, you didn't try to unlearn it. You just tried to stop and that's not how it works. So you can kind of get that out of your mind that if you just try to stop without a process, it's going to be hard. If you try to stop through the process of dismantling your beliefs and unlearning it and relearning something new, it's gonna be much easier and much more sustainable. That's why I offer like, this is the last time you will ever start the process of stopping or drinking less because it is a process and you have unlimited support. So there's really like literally no excuse um, for why it wouldn't be the last time. The journey is the destination. I love this so much. I read it somewhere the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. The destination, we're here. The journey, that's all it is. There is no destination. 
right? Let this journey be an unfolding of new experiences. Ooh, what's this over here? Ooh, what's this over here? But of course, as you know, with alcohol, we limit that, right? And so to just see through this narrow lens is like tunnel vision. And so we got to clear out the haze. We got to see that there's a bigger picture, and that there's more possibility for you and you are in charge. You are the creator of your own destiny. We forget. And you are here to remember cultivating the compassionate witness is a core shift that takes place in the program. You are talking to yourself all day, every day. You have something to say about everything you do, think or feel, whether or not you realize that it's happening, you're processing it in your subconscious. And you also have something to say about everything that everyone else is doing, thinking or feeling, right, for that matter. And this compassionate witness changes that too. We become less judgmental. We become less gossipy. We realize that the way that we're we're utilizing our mind and our attention and our intention is not useful, right? Without judgment and without shame, always. And we're just like, oh, well, that's not useful. That's not changing anything. Does that matter? It doesn't feel good. Why am I focusing there, right? So you get to choose through awareness of your thinking. And that is what this program is all about. We just happen to lean more towards the negativity, but it's unintentional. And that negative commentary is normal, for human survival at some point, but it's not useful for creating change. So when you say out loud, I can't believe I did it again, versus nothing has gone wrong, you're just trying a new way, the difference makes the difference, right? So just even think, say that out loud, I can't believe I did it again. Nothing has gone wrong, you're just trying a new way. You can't even say those two things like, you can't say that second statement like, right, with like anger or with like shame. You don't need a morning routine to quit drinking. You don't need to add anything to your day. You don't need to meditate more. You don't need to exercise more or journal more. These things will absolutely create a positive impact and keep the work in the forefront of your mind, but they aren't necessary. All you need to get alcohol out of your way and to get good at not drinking and drinking less is to change the way you talk to yourself. That is it. When I did this, everything changed. I can very, I can still remember the moment when I told myself, to go all in on drinking. I had been taking these longer breaks for about a year. I had been diving into inquiry. I knew this was like, it was the beginning of the end. And I just said to myself, you know, I had taken like a really, like one of the longer breaks I had ever taken. And then I drank, I somehow convinced myself that that was what I wanted. And then I did. And of course it wasn't what I wanted, right? I was at this point where I was like reaching for this thing that I know and knew wasn't working. And so I had told myself, if I'm going to keep going, decide to love everything about it and don't for one second be upset about any of it, right? I like, I told myself, girl, do this. Like you can do this and just love it. Like you love the drinking, you love the taste, like just really love it. See how much you love it. Go all in on loving it. And don't be mad about yourself the next day. Don't beat yourself up about it the next day. Don't 
you know, so I got curious about what was it like to just like love alcohol, to love my relationship with alcohol and to not beat myself up for it, to very consciously with maturity say like, okay, this is the drinking. This is like how I feel the next day, you know, low mood, low energy, potential like, you know, physical effects depending on how much I'm drinking, spending the time in the evening, not doing really anything that's creating value in my life. Like, okay, cool. Like neutral. I'm looking at all of this through neutral. And so don't be upset about any of it. And I made this deal with myself. Like I wasn't bargaining with myself anymore. I was like, this is the deal from now on, from here on out. And that was the exact moment I no longer wanted to drink. And everything came into full view. Now, did I still have urges after that? Yes, because I'm dealing with, you know, a conditioned brain. But it was the moment that the blinders came off. It was the fight that was keeping me stuck. So I stopped fighting. I was on my side truly for all of it. I wasn't using the like, oh, you deserve it, right? Like you deserve it, screw it, whatever. I was just like, it was for real. And I was like, no, you're right. If alcohol is great, keep going. Like, and not even with sarcasm. I was just like, you love this. Like, let's find out how much you love it and why. Like, dive into that, right? And be really like aware of the shift of your emotions and, and why you love it and the taste and all of it. I told myself, you clearly don't want to really stop. So go for it. Well, love yourself because of it. And then I couldn't. Like it just didn't land anymore. As soon as I gave myself permission to like love my relationship with alcohol, I couldn't do it. I stopped fighting. I was too far past the enjoyment. Alcohol would never be what it was. I was searching for meaning in the meaningless. So it's like when you're trying to make your point to someone, right? You're like arguing with them and you're trying to make a point and then they say to you, you know what? You're right the fight ends. So that's what you got to say to yourself. That's what you got to say to the habit of alcohol. You know what? You're right. I'm just going to love you for who you are. You don't keep trying to prove your point, right? Like the habit of alcohol doesn't keep trying to prove your point when there's no more fight. And you don't keep trying to prove your point when someone tells you, you know what? You're right. In fact, you might even say, well, there might be some room for your side too, right? Like you might just be like, but we, I, you kind of feel a little bad. It's like, yeah, can we all have what we need here? <laughs> and it just doesn't land the same. So it's just this full open honesty, which is really the first shift in the program, which is confronting the story. It's just like confronting what is in this full open honesty, But this does take time to accept, to unravel, and to process. But once you give yourself permission to just be with what you've decided without the fight, it won't land the same. It will not be in alignment. It's like we want as people, as humans, you see this with children, you see this out in the world, we want to do the things that we say people tell us we can't do and we do that with ourselves. So just stop saying that and see what happens, right? And that's one facet, and that is why I made this program for you. It has everything you will need and more to unravel this process, to go through the grieving, to feel your emotions, to celebrate your wins, 
to unravel all of the thinking because what happens is you have this explosion of like, oh my gosh, how have I been seeing through this lens? Like all of these things that really weren't real true come into your view and it's kind of, it's a little shocking. It can be a little shocking at first, but you're feeling better, right? And you're feeling better and you're you're starting to come into more alignment and more balance with the frequencies of the earth, with the frequencies of just all of the innate systems of your body and life and accepting who you are and just feeling better and sleeping better and all of these things that it starts to balance itself out. And then we really pull out and and generate the evidence that like, oh yeah, like I can really enjoy my evening without drinking wine at dinner and go to bed when my body tells me it's time to go to bed and get up in the morning and feel great and do all the things, right? Like you're at that point, you know, it's like, it's just, it's an, it was, that was a different version of you. Those were different days, right? There's so much more living to ha- living for you to happen. The next step is saying, you're right. We deserve more. Let's see where this takes us. There is room for you here in this program. I am so excited about it. I can't stop. I won't stop. I'm coming at you. I'm going to keep bringing you so much value through this content, through this podcast, but I really want you to come and join me because this is where the real work happens when we take action. And the magic is just going to happen with you and me together. And like I said, the only thing you need to be good at for not drinking is starting to cultivate a different type of dialogue with yourself. And we do that in the program. So I will see you on the inside. The link in the show notes has everything you need. Don't miss the special bonus for this week and don't miss the live Q&A tomorrow. So make sure you are on that list. Have an amazing day. I love you so much. I want to invite you into the Stop Drinking and Start Living program. It is the last time you will ever have to start the process of stopping again. It's your opportunity to learn a new way of life, free of the burdens of alcohol, and find out what's possible when you no longer have the desire to drink. With lifelong access and unlimited live support from me, you will never be left wondering about the how. All you have to know is that you are ready for change. I teach you how to build the clarity, confidence, and commitment you need to be authentically you without alcohol in any situation. It's time to answer the calling of your highest self. Register today by following the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, and I will see you on the inside.